Fight! Ha! Ah. We're gonna let you know what's live and direct. Yo, yo, mic check. This is George with George. What up, George? Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? <laughs> greetings from South Florida. Yeah, greetings uh, from USA. Beijing. Hey. Ni hao, Florida. Ni hao. How's that little beautiful, beautiful town? Great, brother. I live uh, in Jupiter, kind of Palm Beach area. Jupiter. Trump. Yeah, Jupiter. Trump. Yeah, I like it. I like uh I like the tropical stuff. And you get you know, to go, you got a yacht or what is that? I'm in a, I have some friends that are in the boat club. And uh, actually I, uh, sometimes I, you know, I go out on the jet ski or the boat. Uh, I have the some friends ski. that work there. So they give me a, they give me a good deal and I love it, man. I, I don't go to the bar anymore. I don't go out doing, uh, you know, crazy stuff for me, go on the water and spend some time on the water. That's as good as it gets, you know, for me. You know, so it looks um, like heaven, really man. I'm not gonna lie; it really looks like heaven. Every time you know you you share videos and clips, yeah. you got the green on the land, and you got the beautiful sea out there. It looks luxurious. You have to visit me, man. It looks luxurious. You have to visit me. It's nice. It's not. It's not bad. You know, we have our we have our problems over here too. It's not perfect, but um, but I really enjoy it. You know, I was born in Georgia. I was born in uh, Sukhumi. Very similar looking. I guess that's similar looking, yeah. A lot of palm trees. A lot of palm yeah. trees right near the coast. And I was born in that. I don't really remember too much, but uh it's something that I feel I feel comfortable being around the palm trees, around the water. I was born uh, you know, over there, so that's on the water. So I think there's a lot of similarities. So I really feel comfortable when I'm near the water. Except for when we have a hurricane. <laughs> Yeah, man, and uh, Uragan. Huh? Uragan. I don't know if you can heard that. Uh, that's, that's a hurricane. Russian version, Uragan. man. But check Katsu's Hobazro. That's how I you are. Katsu, what are we seeing? Oh, that's a hurricane. hurricane. I don't think we have it. I don't think we have that in Georgia, hurricane. I don't know. Shansier, I don't know. Tornado. Hurricane, Modis. Hurricane. Modis from the water, from the from the ocean, I think. And, is it uh, hurricane, uh, twister, or tsunami? Which one are you talking about? Okay, okay. So this tornado, is, tsunami, hurricane. So I'll say this: it's actually regional. Tsunami only happens in Japan, off the coast of the Pacific. Because in Georgia, and, tornado is. Listen to this. Uh, oh no. You're right. Okay, carry on. My bad. <laughs> well, what I was going to say was we have hurricanes in like, you know, Atlantic and, and, you know, in the United States, we have it. But in Japan, they have tsunamis. We don't get tsunamis because that only happens in the Pacific, particularly on the eastern coast of, of Japan. You know, the flood that happened in Japan probably was within five years ago, all the crazy water coming in and flooding the coastal cities. That shit was crazy. So we uh, don't have Kaddish a Kali, like bro. That. We got Kaddish Kali. Hurricane is Kaddish Kali. Kadish Kali. Kadish Kali, yeah, that's it. Kadish Kali. Yeah, we, get, we have hurricanes there, we do? Uh, in, in Georgia? Maybe, maybe, from the, maybe from the Black Sea, is that what you're Listen, saying? Listen, I've seen the one that's on the sea, that travels on the sea. Is that, what is yeah. that? That's a hurricane. That's a hurricane. Yeah, yeah, we got those. Yeah. Obviously, we, got, we got the Black Sea and we got hurricanes. Yeah. I was driving from like Kobuleti to Batumi or somewhere. Uh, on, along the road, and I, I've seen I've seen a lot of those. We got those during the summer season, you know, where everybody goes to uh, Batumi and um, the seaside. I gotta spot. do that. Yeah, man, you've been there been. last time, yeah. No, you were there. Not I didn't long go ago, to Batumi. Right? Uh, I went to Tbilisi, and uh, yeah, pretty much in Tbilisi, <clears throat> I didn't go to Batumi. I wish I did. Um, Batumi's been transformed, brother. 
I mean, yeah, have you ever been? Never been or like never. Kid, never. Oh, you won't. Be, I mean, if you've been there, you won't believe it. And if you haven't been there, when you get there, you'll think like, this is such a nice, nice city. It's beautiful. Yeah, I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures and videos, and and uh, it looks very nice. It looks like a Indeed, modern, man. modern European kind of like Indeed. a fun city. Indeed, on the water. Really beautiful. I was shocked, man. So, how was your weekend, yeah. G? Good, brother. I, you know, I'm always working on clients that I see every day, and uh, I did some <clears throat> shout out to your uh, to your gym, uh, Jupiter MMA, hey, right? Jupiter Muay Thai and MMA. Jupiter Muay Thai, Jupiter MMA. Uh, how did it yep. uh, How did it go after like reopening reopening up? Did all the all the customers come back or? So believe it or not, I actually had to close for one month. But even when I closed, I actually got more busy. I got more busy during this time. And, online. Uh, I'm really blessed. Well, uh, initially online, but in, I was doing, um, you know, in-person stuff. But I would maintain six-foot distance. I would wear the mask. I would go to the people's homes. Oh. And I would do things at a distance, you know. And then... Um, I was closed for a month, was doing stuff like that. I was doing some online stuff too. And business really started to pick up, man. I'm super blessed, you know, and, and, uh, and then we, they allowed us. So I was closed for like, what was it? May. I was closed for like the, May. The, and the then, hard uh, time, hard Corona times when they just hit. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And then I came back to it and then I've been really busy now. I've been crazy busy because people now want to, they want to know how to defend themselves. They want to know, you know, all that kind of stuff is the right end now. Is near. Time, you know? <laughs> the end is near, man. In America, the gun sales, you know, when shit like this happens, go uh, gun sales go crazy. So right now, you know, it was a few weeks ago, it was like you couldn't find, you go to the gun store, everything is sold out. Like no guns, no nothing, no bullets, no guns, like everything sold out. Um, even in you your, know, in, and, even in uh, your place, Jupiter? Yeah, yeah, I live in North Palm Beach, Jupiter area. My business is in this area, and uh, we're in the Palm Beach County. It's like the Wild West out there, or what? Everyone's got a gun. In Florida, yeah. Florida is like a south. In the south, in the U.S., yeah, a lot of people have guns. Actually, they say that there's more guns in the United States. People have more guns in the U.S. than there are, like, uh, uh, you know, something like uh, there's more guns than people, basically, is what, what <laughs> in the United States we have more guns than we have people. <laughs> it's like a statistic. Yeah, and we have a saying in England it goes like this guns don't kill people, people do. <laughs> okay, yep, yep. And, and the thing about that is, you know, in the UK, they outlawed a lot of the guns. It's really hard to get a gun. And most people don't have a gun, right? Is, is that yeah, correct? yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Only the but, Metropolitan Police have the gun, not even the normal yeah. police. Just the See? Metropolitan Police. But if you look at the statistics, if you look at the statistics, you know, violent crimes with a knife, a lot of knife attacks happen over there. People get stabbed a lot because there's no, there's no guns. And so there's stabbings, uh, more stabbings. And then, um, you know, there's actually... I even read a report recently where there's an increase in gun crimes, you know, by criminals, but regular people don't have a gun. So they end up being the victims, you know? And so I'm, I'm part of that mentality where it's like, Hey, if everybody has a gun, people don't usually want to mess with it. You know, when nobody has a gun, they don't have a gun. Okay. They're going to, maybe the bad guy might come try to, you know, rob you or something like that, you know? So that's kind of like psychology, you know, in the wild, wild west, everybody had a pistol on, on right there. The pistol's right there. They're ready to go. Is there a problem? Bye -bye. You know, they, they, they pull the gun. Out. So, you know, maybe less, less chance of something happening if everybody's got a gun. And that's kind of how, if you look at the statistics, there's less crime. The more free, free the gun law, everybody has a gun, actually the less the less crime there is. The more you say, oh, gun control, gun laws, whatever, the more gun crimes go up. Yeah, so it's kind like of a weird reverse psychology. 
stuff right there. It's, 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 it's kind of like how it works with people, how it works with yeah. humans. It's almost yeah, like yeah. if you say no candy, no candy for you, I'm going to take all the candy away. That's it, no candy. Mm. And people are going to find a way to sneak the candy and get the candy. They're going to they're gonna do something. But if you give everybody, okay, you know what? Every month, I'm going to give you some Skittles. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some Snickers. I'm going to give you some whatever, Twix. I don't know why I'm talking about candy. <laughs> did you just, uh, did you just uh, take a hit or what? <laughs> just took can't a hit. confirm or deny that. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that. Well, it's been legalized, man. Actually, in Florida, it's legal for the, um, uh, what's it called? Medical. Medical. So if you have a medical condition, you can go to the doctor, get a whatever. And, uh, but the kind of thing that's maybe not so good is every three months, you have to renew your license. And every mm. time you renew your license, it's like another three to $500. And it's just really, they've turned it into a kind of a money-making kind of, kind of situation. People need this stuff for um, medical reasons. You know, people use it for real medical reasons. It helps them live their life without pain or whatever. And uh, the way the, the rules are set up, it's like makes it very difficult for people to, uh, you know, to continue treatment. You know, well, so. But I heard, in, I heard like some places it's legal already in the states, right? Yeah, yeah, Colorado, LA, uh, Las Vegas, uh, Cal California. Yeah. Uh, you can go to the gas station, and you know, but at the same time, you don't want to. You want to go to a place like a nice place. You don't want to go to some like you know weird. You know, like, Georgia. Kind of like we, Indiana. you know, in Georgia, we did it before the states, right? We legalized well, it like Georgia, two years ago, dude. But I heard it's not legal. It's, it's more decriminalized. They don't really, you wow. can't, you can't legally sell it. You can't legally sell it. Like they don't have like right. a, a store. Right. They uh, can't legally I mean, sell it. But if some you have it. That's technical detail there. The, my mentality yeah. is like, if you smoke, no one's going to take it from you and no one's going to arrest you. That's legal. Yeah. You know, that's, that's legal. Cool. I think, I'm I not think trying to cool say because... we're going to turn into, yeah. into like shutters and start selling selling them well i think like i think i think it is you know very nice uh tourism you know look at places like europe amsterdam netherlands like all these places that have the tourism there nobody goes there and dies and you know whatever it's not but you know people go there have a, have a good time and go home you know it's not a. they should probably do like uh, when you buy a gun over there they should give you a big packet of uh marijuana to go with it you know and they say shoot well, in you know peace. what we shoot in peace. Well, you know what? Probably less chance that you're going to use the gun if you have that. Probably exactly. less chance you're going to use it. But exactly. unfortunately, they have a stupid law. They have a stupid law in the, in the U.S. And uh, you actually basically cannot have a gun and that at the same time. If you get caught with that, you could be in big trouble. It's not, it's not supposed to be. You know. Those two don't jam well together for, in their Well, opinion. that's what they say. Yeah, it's That's like if you say. got that, you are probably they, they thinking like you are a dealer and or you just protecting well, your stack or you're about to rob someone or something. Yeah, you know what? It's they 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 basically think that you're incompetent, incompetent. Like you don't have, you're not able, you know, which is absolute bullshit. I mean, in all reality, it's it's alcohol that has. If you look at the statistics. It's alcohol that has, you know, all the negative statistics behind it with violence, gun violence, physical violence, all that kind of stuff. Never uh, has that stuff been the result of, like, people smoking uh, pot or whatever. You know, that's not usually, uh, you know, somebody might eat all your cookies. They might eat all of your chips. <laughs> they might drink all of your soda or eat, eat all your ice cream. Have some but, sticky um, fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> This is high tech, man. Look at this. You do. You're like a. We're surfing the web right now. You're listening to Fight Pod Georgia, weekly MMA podcast with the Cartwells. So, did you watch the fights live, or what were you doing? Um. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I watched the fights live. 
Did you see this guy? Did you see this guy? Listen, when we talk about the fights, we have, to, we have to start with this guy. Roman Tolice, just. You know, I've been following him for bomb. a couple of years now. No, bomb, this, bomb for... means he didn't do well. No, I mean, he threw a bomb. That's what I meant. Yeah, tell me about Tell me about it. Well, you know, I recently, in the last couple of years, stumbled upon him on the um, social media. You know, I'm always looking up, you know, always surfing the web for other Georgians or martial artists, Georgian martial artists, and always trying to network and connect with people. And, uh, you know, I was uh, inside fighting radio. I had the other um, show that we won the award for in South Florida. Me and my yeah, friend Scott, I saw you know, some of the I actually, yeah, you know, I had uh, Marab, I had Marab, our, our Mr. Dvalishvili on, uh, on that show at the beginning. I think he was just fighting in Ring of Combat. I think yeah. he was just, Coming I think he was days. just, yeah. And I think, it, I think I even had at that time, I had Giga Chikadze on that yeah, show Chikadze. too. And, and it, and I, you know, I was, so I'm always trying to promote the Georgian guys and, and, uh, Give, give them the attention. So that was something that I look back on that and that's kind of something cool because they were just coming in, you know, and I was kind of one of the first uh, people that, that kind of got them on one, one of the shows. And our show, we had a lot of famous people on our show. You know, we had uh, all kinds of big names over the years on our show. So it was always great to have one of the Georgian guys and, and uh, especially with Roman now, we have a you know, a few fighters now. We have we have a few different weight classes. The Georgians Absolutely. are uh, representing. I think they know we've arrived now. They, know, they a, know the Georgians are in the house now. He's a Gigatti. His personality. He did a great job. Yeah. A, yeah, for his sure. His personality, he's... He, I yeah. Think, you know, when people maybe saw him, they you wouldn't expect him to be like that. Like two years ago, I remember when he went to the states to work uh, work with uh, John Jones, Jackson mm -hmm. Wink, and yeah, I was following him then uh, as well, and I was listening to some of the interviews, and he was on a podcast, and he didn't speak like a word of English. Oh, that's what I remember, and yeah. uh, he was. And they obviously don't speak Georgian, so he lives in Ukraine, and uh, he can speak yeah. Russian too, fluently, right? So he speaks mm -hmm. fluent Georgian, mm -hmm. he speaks fluent Russian. Maybe beautiful KO, man. Beautiful yeah. KO. Look at that. I mean, I don't know if he was, he used the hand to measure the distance. That was a counter. I don't know if he was really aiming to throw a roundhouse kick, and then the guy came in, and he, you know, sometimes it happens when you throw a roundhouse kick. You could change it into a knee, a round knee. It's called a, like a round knee. He could just like, like a roundhouse that ended up being a knee. You yeah, know, so yeah. I'd love to talk to him about it. Yeah, I'd love to talk to him about it, see what was going through his head because, you know, the way it comes up here, it's typical of, of a roundhouse kick, but then the knee came up first. So I don't know if he improvised that last minute, if he saw the distance closing and as you know what let me make that into a knee i'll tell you what um it was not a fluke <laughs> it was not a fluke <laughs> that knee yeah. was meant for that uh that yes. spot i think it was like look at uh, the magnetic forces drawing them together <laughs> you know his, his his he has a very good striking iq and i saw an interview uh, where he said, you know, he's only last two years been putting MMA together. He actually has been his whole life. He's been more of a grappler. He's been more of a submission specialist. And so only yeah. in the last two years has he even been striking. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. So I was really surprised to hear that because um, some of the, move, the movements that I saw and, and some of the reflexes and some of the timing that he had, that's uh it shows a very fast exponential progress uh, for the stand-up, for the striking, you know? So he's, um, he's happy to do both, you know? That's why it's, it's going to be fun watching him because he will gladly do both. He was trying to get uh, Hadith to go down with him, but Hadith was just not, have, not having it. So the ref stood him up because he wasn't really yeah. advancing. He was just doing like a, you know, 
like that uh, mm. that low kick from standing low kick to to the leg, and then Roman was like, "Come on, come on!" And he was like trying to roll roll into his legs, grab his fist, you know, to get him down. And I thought that would be fun to watch as well, you know. But um, there's nothing yeah. like a KO, man, like a devastating KO. <laughs> so, that's what the fans want to see. You know, that's what the fans want to see, and uh, that's really the the best way to win. Because if you leave it in the hands of the judges, look at all the fights that we've had recently that were very close in the UFC and a lot of kind of, oh, you know, I think this guy won. No, I think this guy won. You know, a lot of that happens a lot of the time. So when you have a decisive KO, um, you know, it's definitely more entertaining and it really makes a statement, you know, really shows something. So I think that, whew, Talking about Roman, you know, he's he's seven and oh now. He's thirty-two years old, about my age almost. Uh you know, right around there. Seven and oh. And uh you know, this this is a very nice way to say hello to the UFC, you know. Debut, KO, very impressive, very um what's the word I'm looking for? A kind of charismatic interview. You know, uh, a lot of marketed, but he's very marketable. He's very marketable. And that's that's important in the UFC. You know, it's not just you got to be a great fighter. No, you have to be somewhat marketable. You have to be a guy that the people, the fans, whatever, that they're going to like watching you, respect you, whatever. They're going to, that's something very important, you know. Um, so I think this guy has a lot of potential. So the question is, is like, Who's next? Who's he going to take on? Who's the next uh, person in line? You know? Is he going to stay on the island? We got one more, right? We got an, one more one more show on the island, right? Uh, then I guess not, man. I mean, some fighters do stay and go go next week. Like uh, Chimaev, right? That was an impressive uh, fight. I saw his fight. He's a very strong you know, grappler, too. Yeah, and then Brandon. he's going again, and it's like a week later. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he didn't take any damage in his fight. I mean, the whole time he was <laughs> he was controlling. Yeah, controlling and pounding. Yeah, ground and pound. It's funny because um, I guess I read an interview, and his coach was basically like, "Don't don't worry about stand up. Take him down and smash him." <laughs> And, uh, those, those, you know, I think he's from Dagestan, right? And, I mean, those guys, you know, from our part of the world, you know, the grappling and, and the, the control from the dominant grappling, you know, wrestling position, the ground, ground and pound, that's their bread and butter. And that's, uh, that can be very hard to deal with. You know, if you're a jiu-jitsu guy and you get used to being the guy on bottom, you better have really good defense from punches, you know, because these guys – they know how to stay on top, and, and they could punch you from everywhere and, and stay on top. It's not going to be easy to sweep them. It's not going to be easy, to, you know, to get out of the position. So uh, I think, you know, having this influx of the Russian and, you know, whatever, the Transcaucus Mountain, whatever you want to call it, the Georgians, the Chechens, all these people, it's going to make everybody even better. It's going to force, um, you know, more of the fighters to develop a better – uh, wrestling to develop a better stand-up grappling um, because you can't pull guard on these guys. It's not going to work. I mean, try to pull guard on Habib, you know, I mean, good luck. You know, it's not really going to be very tough. Maybe in the it's first tough. round, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, if you, if you get lucky, if you, if you get lucky, you know, so I love it, man. I love it. I, I love seeing the exposure. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent in, in the world. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice, you know, the more diversity we get and the more different talent we get and, and then, uh, give these people the opportunity to train, uh, you know, with some of the best teams, train with the best coaches and trainers and, and get them to that next, next level. So that reminds you know? me, Roman, he was going to the States from Ukraine to mm -hmm. train at, uh, American top team. And recently, uh, this is uh, a month ago, for around oh. four weeks ago, and in the airport, oh, that's my neighborhood. 
At least he came down the street. Yeah, in the in the airport in Amsterdam when he he was changing flights, right? Redirecting, yeah. redirecting. He met he met the guy that was in his corner. Damn it, I need to know his name though. So but weird. he's a he's a he's a bare knuckle fighter. Uh huh. And they uh-huh. Just, just met him in the airport. That's what they said anyway. <laughs> that's what wow. that's what Bisping and then said. So he was going to US Holy and then he met no. this this guy in the airport and he said, "Yeah, man, okay, let's go and let's let's go to Belarus." And he was working with him. And that guy looks like a beast. We need to, we need okay. to check that. I, need I don't to, know. I, I don't know much that. about that. I don't know much crazy. about that guy. How crazy is that, um, George? How crazy? That's very that crazy. That's very crazy. I'll say one thing about that. Uh, I've worked with, uh, you know, ATT, American Top Team, Coconut Creek. You know, I've worked with uh, their organization for media and for different fight promotions that I've worked with as a matchmaker. And they're one of the premier teams. They have an amazing facility. Oh. Uh, they have a... Uh, a lot of great heavyweight fighters, light heavyweight fighters. And so really, I think that would be a great, great thing for him to go to a, a big team like that with all the resources. Uh, you have guys like from that gym, from from that same camp, Masvidal, yeah. you know, you have Dos Santos, you know, you, you have uh, Romero. Uh, just um, and uh, Romero, Romero, I mean, Kobe yeah. Covington. I mean, you, you have so many big names, Amanda, Amanda Leal, you know, so. There's so many big names. Uh, Andre Arlovsky. Joanna, is, is yeah, Joanna. Yeah, Joanna's over there. I mean, freaking everybody's over there. Not to mention, that's about one hour, one hour south of me. So, that's you know, amazing. That's I amazing. think that at the end of the day, a lot of these fights are going to be happening in the United States. Uh, I mean, um, usually, usually we'll see what the COVID stuff happens. So, I don't know. I think he, he needs to look at his options and be very smart about you know, what's the most beneficial for him? He, you know, it's about marketing yourself and, and, and keeping yourself available. So what do you think about Mike Bisping saying, oh, I asked Roman, um, it, so uh, you've been in the MMA for two years and uh, you're in the UFC now. Um, is this your dream? Is it a dream come true? Is it a dream? And, and Roman said, nope, not my dream. And then Mike Bisping was like so confused. Like, yeah, that was surprising. Yeah, that was, that, that was, that, that was kind of a surprise that he said that, you know, um, but I think maybe, I think he means that, you know, his dream is much bigger, you know, I, I think that what he means is that, you know, he's got a more I talk, complex. Listen, I feel you, and I thought about it, you know what I think it means? Dream is something that's in your mind, you cannot touch, that's why he said this is my goal, because he can achieve he just achieved it yeah there you he go knocked that I guy it. out and he said no this is not my dream this is a goal and he just achieved yeah it. i love it it's the real deal you know and so uh very impressive i think that was a good yeah it wasn't bad show I gotta yeah. wake up at like 5 a.m. I don't know if you can hear oh, me. Real. Next time, bro. You tune into the Cartuelians on the Fight Pod podcast. Fight Pod, yeah. As soon as I saw that uh, fight announcement with Caceres, I got so excited. I got so happy because uh, <laughs> You're like I think me. I'm. That I've never been uh, so confident in uh, somebody's W as I am right now with uh, with Gigas because uh, I mean Caceres is gonna stand with him and uh, well I was happy because not because it's a pretty much ninety percent not nothing's hundred percent guaranteed in fights of course but I was I was happy because not not because not only because it's a ninety percent guarantee or at least it's uh, there's a big big chance that Giga is going to win this fight but when when I see UFC giving a Georgian fighter uh, a matchup like this such as Alex Caceres in this case that tells me that they are getting behind a Georgian fighter that tells me that they UFC matchmakers they want Giga to win and look good because they see value in him and that's that's why I got so excited I'm not seeing that 
I'm, I'm not seeing that with Mirab so far. Maybe with Dotson, uh, if he beats Dotson, uh, uh, you know, with a dominant win, maybe then he'll give him uh, something, you know, that will let us know that oh, they're, they're getting excited about Mirab too. But with Giga, man, this is a matchup that they're, they're kind of letting, letting everybody know, listen, if you win this one, we got your back. They're, this is a big opportunity for him. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, I like it. He's coming off of a, of a nice win against uh, Chase Hooper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think Giga's got it, man. I think uh, Giga's kicks are going to be too much for Alex. And uh, Alex is not uh, powerful enough to take him down. And even if he does take him down, I think Giga is uh, good enough on the ground to get up, uh, especially with a guy like Alex. But he had Jamal, Jamal Emers, and that Jamal can take you down, man. And he yeah. can control guys. Absolutely. I see Bruce Leroy as standing mostly. Though George did say that uh, Bruce Leroy has a good grappling submission. Thing going Everybody up. has good grappling uh, in UFC. Everybody has good grappling. I mean, not, not he's just a submission not guy, even. No? Nah, he's a little bit of he's a little bit of everything, you know, a little bit of stand up. He's a long, wiry guy like Giga. He's yeah, a yeah, long, yeah. tall guy, yeah. skinny guy. Yeah, the build-wise is similar to like Giga, probably. Yeah, yeah, they, they're pretty much the similar height, similar reach. The only the big difference, the, the significant significant difference uh, in skill is uh, Giga striking is way ahead of uh, Alex's. So, I mean, I don't I don't see Giga losing that fight. At all, I think it's gonna be a TKO for Giga. Maybe he lands a kick or or something, something like that. Yeah. But uh, let's let's uh, let's let's congratulate our brother uh, Roman, man. The Lidze, man. The man came out. He did what he, you know. The face-off was, of course, the face-off was bizarre. First of all, because like he talked about, we don't do that shit where we come from, you know. We don't we don't behave like that, and he was surprised. I was surprised. I don't, I don't think I, don't, I didn't I didn't think he was gonna. I've never seen Fed or or Khabib if it's not with Connor. I've never seen you know guys from my region. They don't they don't they don't behave like that on face off and weigh ins. And I was surprised that he kind of like went after him and got in his face. But uh, it is what it is. He told him it was a mistake. He saw it and he showed everybody why it was a mistake. And then he ex- and uh, I was very happy when he uh, he was very articulate in his interview. He's a very intelligent guy. I was very uh, I was very pleasantly surprised by that because I like when Georgian fighters come out guns blazing, they win the fight, and then in a post-fight press conference they actually articulate what they want to. You know, Roman is a very very bright guy. He's very educated. He sounds very smart, and I like it. It's very rare, especially in fighters that come from uh, from from uh, caucus. They don't they, they're good fighters, but the pro the, the, their interviews are not very exciting. Roman has charisma on 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 the on the mic, and I liked it. He's sincere. He's honest. He's likable. He's more than man. a fighter, man. More than a yeah, fighter. very 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 good. It's a, it's a, it could be a, I I see. In him, I see a future ambassador for this sport in our country. He could get a lot of people, a lot of young guys excited about this sport because of his mic skills. Because he, he can explain this sport to youngsters, to young fighters, to young uh, people who are thinking about you know, getting into uh, to the sport better than anybody else I've heard so far from our country. He's... Very, you know, he's somebody that we, he's like GSP, he's, he's like what GSP was for Canada. GSP was likable guy, good looking guy, polite, articulate, smart, educated. And that's, I see something like that in, in uh, Roman. And I really, I'm really excited about him, man. I, I, I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan, out of the bro. Cage, like he said, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and the way the he cage, said it, man. like he said it, like, yeah, I'm a different guy in the cage and he's go, he goes, I hope I'm a different guy outside of the cage. And I, it was witty. It was funny. It was crafty. It was, uh, yeah, I liked I enjoyed his interview very much. I, as much as I enjoyed his fight, I enjoyed his post-fight. Me too, but man. And that also, knockout, man. Yeah, you're going, going. The knee. The, he the he half, it was, a, it was a kick. 
It was a yeah. kick, but it got the knee. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, because uh, he uh, he came in he came inside. Supposedly, he was taking him down. He was trying to take yeah. him down. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, I think he was uh, trying to go for a takedown, and he met his kick right in the middle. Yeah. So he didn't catch the end of the foot. He caught the knee, and yeah, that yeah. caused him a whole fight. But it wasn't and a fluke, I'm, man. I see some haters no, saying no, no, it was no. a fluke. No, yeah, I know, but some haters already saying, on my, listen, I don't get into those haters, but I like to see those channels that talk about, you know, before the fight and after the fight. Who said it was a fluke? Who said it was a fluke? I'm not going to give up. Give a no shout outs, man. What was it, Georgian? No, 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 not Georgian. Who was it? Uh, some UK. Seven and oh, seven finishes. I mean, what are we talking about here? What what fluke? The man finishes fights. Exactly. And the way he taunts, that's something I want to touch, man. The way he taunts in the match. You know what I mean? Did you see him like looking at his fist and uh, twisting it side to side? Yeah. You want this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, crack. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it uh, very much. And then another funny moment more. was when he kicked him. When he kicked him. When he kicked Roman, and he, he started like stabbing his his. Uh, he got hurt when he kicked him, and then Roman. Did you see Roman's facial expression? It's like, oh, yeah. that hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he checked the kick, yeah. and it hurt him more because yeah, yeah and he was like, more. yeah, I checked your kick, and it hurt you more. Yeah, that was. Uh, He's and got personality, he... man. That's for sure. He's got a lot of charisma. Out of all the Georgian fighters that I've seen so far in the UFC, that guy has more charisma than everybody else combined. It's, I'm very happy with uh, his performance, his interviews, just the whole pa- – Roman is a full package. He's, uh, he's, he's going to be very good for Georgian MMA moving forward. We need somebody like that. We do. And they're going to give him somebody. They're going to give him somebody It's like – Next step up, yeah. and, and I think I think he's gonna. I think in this next fight, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to show his uh, show his grappling skills, which means he's gonna have to get ready in wrestling. He's gonna have to wrestle a lot for his next camp because he's gonna need to take motherfucker down the next time because he, he's not gonna get any slouch. He's not gonna. He's not gonna get an easy fight next time. He's gonna get a good, solid opponent, and he's gonna have to. Take him don't down. He's going to have to work on his takedown skills. Don't be surprised if he gets a top 15 in the next Yeah, even I wouldn't in the be next surprised. Fight. I wouldn't I be surprised. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I it wouldn't know. be a surprise. Yeah. Hey, what, you know what I wanted to talk about uh, very much? That uh, Aljamain Sterling situation, Dana keeps saying that, I mean, I like Dana White. I think he's a, dude, he's a, He's a fucking badass. He's he's a savage. What he's done for the sport and for the UFC, it's unbelievable. The guy's uh, he's he's a go getter. He's uh, he's got that mentality that everything is possible, and he does everything the way he talks. I mean, I like him. He the guy's a beast. But the way he's been treating Aljamain Sterling situation ever since he won that fight against uh, Corey Sanhagen. It's been driving me crazy. I mean, it's so frustrating. I can only imagine what, how frustrated Aljo must be uh, because of all this shit. Because, I mean, he keeps saying, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. He's out there. We'll see. What's there to see? I mean, the man has fought. His last five yeah, fights know. have been. His, all, know. his last five fights have all been against top ten opponents. He, he finished three out of five, and he won all five. Or every no other judge's score. I mean, come on already. Give the There's give no the guy words, his, his 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 shot. We have a lot we have another one, man. We have uh what, Liana? Yeah. We didn't talk about that. Liana yeah. came out yeah. just like bent out of the hell, you know, like guns blazing. She still needs to uh Work on her striking and head movement. She didn't she really show that armbar, man. That armbar, like she didn't cut, and she well, just I had to hold listen. it. I mean, and, and she the felt girl, bad after that. Did you hear her yeah. say she's like, 
She felt bad about what she No, the props. Yeah. Props to the girl, man. She's got she's got heart. She didn't want to lose, and you know when somebody wants it that bad, you can't really judge them on not tapping. She wanted she didn't want to she didn't want to lose the fight, and you know people make those mistakes, but you gotta respect what they. You know when they don't tap, that 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 shows you how much that person wants wants this, how much that person does not want to lose. They're not just showing up for a paycheck. Some people would just oh, tap hard, right man. away. Oh, yeah, God, she didn't. She didn't show up for a fucking paycheck. She she showed up to fight, and she showed up to win. And uh, she didn't tap. And listen, I hope she's gonna be alright and it's gonna you know get back in shape and her arms gonna be fine because I don't want to see anybody get hurt like that. And but, I saw they took a picture together afterwards. And yeah, yeah, so that was sweet. nice. Yeah, was really and yeah, cool we gotta give Liana. We gotta give Liana a compliment and kudos for Good doing what out. she did. Good that was a out. nasty submission, but. At the same time, man, there's still a lot of holes. Like we talked about with Marab, the first podcast we did, remember about her training and whatnot and where she trains and who she trains with? Listen, her striking, she has a long way to go on her striking, man, still. I mean, uh, she needs to to work on her striking and she needs to work on her head movement. She needs to work on her defense. She can't be just, this is not, this. she, she, she reminded me of, Ronda Rousey when she was beginning, like when when Ronda was at the beginning of her career, she would just uh, she had no striking and no head movement. She would just grab girls like that yeah, and submit yeah, them. Yeah. She reminded me of her so much, and I did not like it because I never liked Ronda. As far as I didn't like Ronda as a person from what I see on TV. Anyway, right. I never I've never been her fan, but I'm just saying her fighting style was never really that good. It's just when Ronda was winning and dominating girls. Everybody else sucked. That's why she kept winning. As soon as she met somebody with good technique, uh, good defense, I mean, Holly Holm, she, I, I won money on that fight. I remember I had a personal bet with the guy, and I, I won money because I knew she was going to get smashed as soon as she fought somebody real. And I see the same. I mean, listen, I'm obviously, I want her to keep winning. I love her. I love all the Georgian fighters, whether I know them or not personally. But uh, she needs to she needs she needs a good uh striking coach she needs a good striking instructor who will she needs she needs to drill those strikes those combinations those you know whatever she's got to do i mean i'm not gonna be you know i'm not gonna try to be an expert on that shit right now i'm not gonna start getting into it you know in depth but uh right direction she needs she needs yeah, no, no, I'm not saying that she's not, but she needs uh, she needs to work on that, definitely, man. She needs to work on her striking and her defense, and she needs to move her head. I think she so, needs to, uh, not needs to, but was planning to go to Florida. But may, yeah, but maybe, I mean, she did say that she didn't have uh, a lot of time to get ready for the fight. So maybe that was that, but still, it's, it's an instinctual thing. When a punch is coming to you, you got to move the certain way that tells... That, that shows that you know what you're doing. Like, you know, you got to bob and weave a little bit. Not so much in MMA. It's not boxing. But still, a little, little head movement goes a long way in every combat sport. And, uh, yeah, I just didn't see that. You know, I didn't see that. She was not – she just that was, she just clashed. Honest, that was not much to see. Yeah, she got hit in the beginning, but then they grabbed yeah. straight away. Um, yeah, but, you know, I didn't – I just – Maybe I'm wrong, but she was not rolling with the punches as much as I wanted to see her do. And, uh, you know, there's there's certain things you see in a fight right away. You, you know, the way they move their head, you can tell that, okay, they, they know what they're doing there. They, they, they got that defense down and, you know. What do you yeah, think you should but, go to uh, AT&T? Not at I think it's going to be great, man. I think, I think, I think, dude. Yeah, AT&T. Shout out to uh, AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they need a commercial and marketing from us. They're, they're fine, man. You don't need to. You don't need to. AT&T. You don't need, they, don't need, they don't need our help. AT&T is doing fine. Bro, I think I think if she goes there and trains with Joanna Yenjechik, that's going to be oh, very bro. good for her. That could uh, do her a lot, lot of good. Listen, uh Khabib, remember Khabib when he came to UFC, he he was a beast already in grappling. I mean, he was just smashing fucking everybody. But Khabib's stand up and his head movement, 
Khabib's jab, dude. Khabib's jab, just 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 his jab alone, has gotten so much better ever since he came to uh, American uh, Kickboxing Academy and uh-huh. started working with yeah. uh, uh, Javier Mendez, the kickboxing coach. Yeah. His his jab got so good. His feints. He he can strike now. He can he knocked Conor McGregor down. That was not a fluke. That was not something that accidentally happened. That's drilling. That's correct training. That's what Liana needs. She needs a good striking instructor. She needs that. Absolutely, she needs that. For real. And she she could benefit from that a lot. We are what four and zero now with this uh, pandemic. Wait, four uh, no. Giga one one. Yeah, five, yeah, yeah. Giga, Liana, and Roman. Liana and Roman. Four no. Yes, we got Giga. two more to go. go. Two more. Two more to go. And I think we got it. I think we're gonna get it. I think our boys are gonna smash. And I think you know what? I think I see all those. I see a lot more, more of those uh, Georgian faces in the UFC. Listen, if you guys thought that only Dagestan will had the uh, true fighters in uh, in caucus, uh, think again. Because Georgians are coming, you know. We it it, it took us nah. some time to yeah, uh, catch up, region, you know. Man. The whole region. The whole region. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, the thing is, listen, Dagestani. The, there are brothers, Armenians, Azerbaijan, Chechnya, everybody. But the thing is, uh, so far because of Khabib's uh, accomplishments, which are which are which is incredible, only Dagestani's got the got got the shine in our region. Now it's time for everybody else to to show the the rest of the world, especially Americans, that uh, listen. That's what we that's that's what we're made of. The whole region there. Everybody who who uh, who wear who uh, who who breathes that that uh, caucus air, that the mountain air up there, is a fucking savage. And uh, yeah, I think I think we're coming. You know, there's more Armenian Definitely. guys. The more Georgian guys, and uh, listen, keep them coming. I, I'm excited to see Tapuria. He's probably gonna make his debut soon. Hopefully, he's got a good record. He's got good fights. He's got a good name in Europe. So, yeah. yeah we were talking about him in the first show. We were saying like. Yeah, I remember. I remember he had yeah, won who, his fight in Venezuela somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it Venezuela? But he was definitely in South in, in South America. South America somewhere, Colombia maybe. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, he flew over there like a long flight, but he finished the fight like in a couple of seconds. Yeah, that kid is a savage, man. We we got some good guys, got some good guys coming up. And listen, as 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 much you know, uh, as much as this sport starts spreading all over the all over the, all over Georgia, all over our, uh, the country, and we we get more guys interested, more uh, young kids interested in it uh, from different regions like uh, Svanetti, uh, you know, uh, all the other regions where all the Kacheti, yeah. those guys. I mean. Those regions always had beast, beast, beast wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, our guys always uh, win gold on, on world uh, championships. That we always bring a uh, few medals in uh, Olympic wrestling. Those guys are fucking. I mean, with good with good uh, training programs. Looking for a fight, Georgia. We gonna be. Yeah, there. why not, man? We, we don't really there. have we don't really have a, a big promotion yet back home, but. But, listen, but uh, uh, did you see the last episode? There was no, there was no fight for looking for a fight. Yeah, they so, were just goofing around. So what would be awesome is if they just go and see training traffic to reach the on the. If they go to Georgia to have fun, they're probably gonna need about a, you know, they're probably gonna need some Georgian people to, <laughs> to go with them wherever they go <laughs> because <laughs> that shit is not gonna go smooth just by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, they'll be well taken care of. But what I was saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, imagine course, that yeah. show, yeah. Well, it depends what you mean by well taken care of. Yeah, that yeah. will be they, sick on Dana, that show. Dude, Dana White needs to see the Georgian wrestling uh, tradition. He's gonna go fucking bananas. He's gonna love it. The way we do that shit on uh, what is that called? Uh, Sawdust, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like a wooden. It looks like a wooden popcorn. Sawdust. Sawdust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. 
Genius to see that. With the dude but yeah, let's now. And Matt Sarah with the with the with the sheep over his shoulders, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marab, Marab could take him there, man. He's pretty close to Sarah. Sarah's close to White. Definitely, you know? Marab is gonna be there. Of course, he's gonna make that happen. Oh, well, listen, I was so happy for uh, Roman and Liana too. Nah, it was just uh, you know what? I got I, I got so exhausted. Yeah, yeah, I got so exhausted. When when I fell asleep, I got so, I had an adrenaline dump. I, I I got so exhausted from emotions and happiness. Dude, I just blacked say, out. That's what I just wanted to say. I, I just blacked out, man. I was like, I didn't even remember there was a rest of the card, man. Yeah. Like fuck it. And then there was good. Uh, he didn't get the bonus, man. So I know there must have been some good finishes later. There was a submission. Uh, Gastelum, uh, Gastelum got. Uh, got uh, they used to they used to do knockout of the night, submission of the night, and fight of the night before. Now they do performance of the night. I don't know what the fuck happened. I mean, they don't do knockout. They haven't done knockout of the night. I mean, they gave Omali a knockout of the night. I remember that. But most of the time, they do performance. Yeah, it's like, but that was the only knockout of the night. Roman yeah. got the only knockout of the night. Yeah. Next week, let's do. Uh, let's do. Uh, we're gonna have a big fight next week. Till versus uh, Whitaker. I'm excited. I can't wait. And I wanna. I wanna meet this guy, uh, George, Georgi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, let's make it happen. All right. All right. Mazel tov. <laughs> Ciao. Whatever. Yeah.